with the FADCAST, and I just want to let you know this is a special episode, a little bit of a preview. We are interviewing Casey Montoya, the fabulous Casey Montoya from Channel 5 KTLA. It's where you may uh, know her from, and I wanted to get that interview out. I think it's uh, really interesting. We're going to have our full episode, which includes this interview with Casey, as well as an interview with Dorel Sackett of Snap Spain Interaction Project in San Diego and Shannon Montoya of um, Karma Rescue, which has a big program going out in Palmdale. But here uh, coming up is our interview with Casey. She is the founder of Fixing Fido's, a charity that you might be able to tell by the name, uh, helps people get their pets spayed and neutered. She funds spay and neuter clinics and also provides um, subsidies so that if you can't afford it, you can get your animal spayed or neutered for free. She has provided free food uh, for people that can't afford it in the past and also has a lot of resources available um, if you're in need of getting your animal health care and are having problems for that. So Fixing Fido's has a great website. They just redesigned it. There's loads of information there and contact information. We're going to talk about all of that in this interview. Sam and I are both on the interview uh, talking with Casey. And you might be saying to yourself, hey, look, I've already got my animal spayed and neutered. I'm okay, but this is great information to have. It's a great resource you can point other people to. So I think you're going to find it useful all around, no matter what your particular situation is. So uh, without further ado, let's get into that interview and check back in a few days. We'll have the full episode up. But uh, for now, here's our interview with Casey Montoya from KTLA 5 and her nonprofit, Fix and Fido's. Hello, I'm Ryan Boyd. And I'm Sam Bernardo. And we are back here with Casey Montoya of KTLA Channel 5 Los Angeles and her nonprofit organization, Fixing Fido's. How are you, Casey? I'm excellent. How are you guys? Good. Good. All right. So, Casey, let's just jump right into it. Tell us about Fixing Fido's. A cool name, by the way. It is a good name. Oh, thank you. Well, back in, although people do think that I only help dogs, but we help cats too. Uh, back in 2017, I started this nonprofit because I got tired of complaining about our shelters in Southern California being full and seeing that dogs are being euthanized, you know, at some shelters in the Inland Empire, 10, 20 a day just yeah. for, you know, space. And that word is in quotes. So I decided that, you know, my donations here and there to help people online were just not doing enough. And I thought with my platform of being on KTLA and, you know, having an audience and people listen to me, I could talk about something that really matters to me. And that's controlling the pet population by spaying and neutering. And it's not really a sexy subject. So I thought, well, let's come up with a cute name with a cute logo and just spread awareness and let people know that we are here to help. No matter if you're rich or poor, uh, if you want your animal fixed, we will do it. Fixing Fido's. So it's F-I-X and then the apostrophe N and then Fido's, F-I-D-O-S, the uh, term for dogs. But like you said, you also uh, will do cats as well. You'll help people get their cats spayed or neutered, right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people ask why. Why do I spend so much time and energy doing this? And then I read them all this one statistic that is mind boggling. So just one unaltered female dog and her offspring can produce 67,000 puppies in six years, 67,000 puppies in six years. And for cats, one female cat and her offspring in a matter of seven years, 
thousand kittens. I mean, yeah. we're talking wow. about boggling numbers. And to hear that there are a million feral cats just in Los Angeles, the city limits alone. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Just, yeah, it's it's mind blowing. And we can do something about that. Humans are the reason that there are so many animals. So humans need to be the one to fix this problem. And we have to spay and neuter our pets. You know, you can't just let your dog go into heat. She gets out once and then you've got this, you know, eight puppies that you have no idea what to do with. And, you know, the, the problem of, of people buying dogs from breeders, that's probably for a whole nother topic. But, mm. you know, we just have to do something about the overpopulation. You guys are doing great things as well. But a lot of vets charge so much for this surgery that people just rule it out. They're, they say, I can't afford $600 or $700 to get my dog fixed. So right. that's why we try and do it in an economical way when we can do the mobile clinics and do 25 30 animals in a day it definitely cuts down on the cost and it's not cutting down on the quality of care and i have to tell people time and time again spaying and neutering a pet is one of the easiest surgeries like i've seen vets like lay out 10 animals at a time and do it like you know an assembly line it's so easy it's super safe it's a routine procedure thousands of them are done across the country every day and it's better for the health of your animal Right. Yeah. To your point, um, just today, just literally like a couple hours before um, I came here to record this, I've got uh, somebody asking, you know, because Free Animal Doctor, we do fundraisers to help people when they need help uh, paying for surgery. And they're low income people, you know, they live in a, a trailer park, um, you know, and they've got a cat and the cat's sort of an emotional support animal for for um, one of them who has um, some very serious anxiety problems. And they got the cat as a kitten and they've taken care of the cat and the cat has pyometra now and mammary tumors. And so it needs the tumors removed and pyometra for those that don't know is basically an infection of the uterus. And all of that would have been prevented if they'd yeah. gotten the cat spayed. She's an intact female. Right. Yeah. So they're paying now or they need a fundraiser to help pay $3,800. They've already spent a thousand dollars of their own money getting the pet diagnosed. All of that could have been saved from um, a spay and neuter 10 years ago. We, but, which you know, would have yeah. cost $150. Exactly. Or, and, you know, with Casey Montoya, perhaps even nothing, um, fixing Fido's. Exactly. So exactly. that's my little segue into. So what does fixing Fido's do? What is it that you um, guys specifically do in this spay and neuter area? Well, we started as just to spay and neuter low-income pets in Southern okay. California because a lot of people won't do it for the, the cost. We all know that. Right. But during the pandemic, people started reaching out to me saying, I cannot afford food for my family, much less my pets. Can you please help me with a bag of dog food? And, you know, I work in the news business, so I didn't ever stop working. Like the pandemic did not affect me how it affected other people. So, you know, I, I of course, I don't want them to dump their dog at a shelter over a $50 bag of dog food. So we started buying pet food. And at the beginning of the pandemic, when people were afraid to leave their homes, we actually, I had volunteers that were delivering food to people who were kind of, you know, stuck in their homes, like hunkered down, not knowing, you know, what was happening. So we began doing that and saved a lot of people from having to put their animals in the shelters. And as they've gone back to work, you know, they reach out to me and say, I don't need, you know, I don't need the help anymore. Thank you so much. And now some of them even donate to us. There you go. Um, we also started helping with vet bills because, again, another way, another reason people dump their animals in the shelters is if they have, you know, like the, the case you were just talking about, if you have a $3,000 vet bill and you can't afford that, the only thing you can do, you think it's the right thing to just take your animal to the shelter. So 
we can't afford $3,000. So what I do, you know, I can usually pay typically $500 or less, maybe a little bit more in a special case. If they need the help like that, I send them to you and you guys help fundraise for them. That's and then, right. you know, we can donate a little bit to them, but you know, there's just a lot of resources. Or out help there them get people. that initial care. Cause that's something that we come across. Sometimes we need to know what we're fundraising for. And so somebody like you fixing Fido's comes in and says, Hey, I'm going to cover for you to at least go to the vet and get a diagnosis. And then, you know, and cause that can be, like I said, with these people's cat, they paid a thousand dollars getting their cat diagnosed basically over a, a couple of visits. So that alone, you know, so is, is, is very helpful. And then you fixing Fido's, you don't specifically yourselves have a spay and neuter clinic, but what you do is you fund spay and neuter clinics around Southern California. Am I right? Yes. And not only that, what we also started doing because during the pandemic, those shut down a lot of, you know, mm, so, that's right. And yeah. a couple of vets were still open and I work with, I've got a network of vets right now who give me great rates and just other clinics that I know of that have good prices. Anyway, you guys are on the list <laughs> and I will call and pay the vet bill. If, if someone wants to go to their own vet, I'll pay $150 towards the surgery. So I don't want to, dissuade anyone from getting right. their pet fixed if they want to go to their vet i can you know if it's a big dog i'll pay 200 dollars for the surgery i work with people on a case-by-case basis and okay. yes i still have a full-time job this is a full-time job too but <laughs> everyone gets the one-on-one -on -one attention because everyone's situation is different you know if you work on the weekends you can't go to the free mobile clinic i'm doing on the weekends. so we find a way to help you in any way that i can that's right. And yeah, for example, today you asked me about a dog um, and it happens to be too big for our clinic. So you're going to direct this guy to a, a different um, location. And yes, fixing Fido's, if you're a low income person, um, you can contact them. They will give you a fixing Fido. Casey will literally give you a, um, a voucher code and you can get your pet spayed or neutered for free at our clinic, along with a lot of other ones. Ours is in, of course, Arcadia, California. Listeners uh, probably already know about that. But of course, Southern California is huge. Um, are there any places that you could tell people? I mean, any particular um, clinics or organizations or anything besides free animal doctor that you might want to shout out or just let people know about that they could look up? Yeah. Um, there's a place called SNP LA. It's SNP LA and they've got several locations across Southern California and they are booked out, you know, at least a month in advance, but they have great reasonable rates on spay and neuter. Um, Fix Long Beach has amazing rates. Fix Nation is doing a lot of feral cats right now. They've got good prices. And in the Inland Empire, Chino and Chino Hills, Priceless Pets, they do um, pretty reasonable prices as well. It's, it's I consider it low cost vet care. And those are the ones I mainly work with right now. All right, that's great. That I mean, that's four. Go back and rewind people, listen to that. And um, I hadn't heard of this. Uh, you, who did you say works with feral cats? Fixing Nation? Fix Nation, Fix F -I -X Nation. Nation. Okay. F -I -X. Yeah, they're also in Long Beach, but they, and it's very, very good rate. I think at one point they had shut down helping the public and we're only doing that because the problem was so bad. Right. Um, and actually, there's resources. You, you just have to ask. Yeah. Pest and Humane does a uh, spiral uh, uh, trap and release. Right. Yeah, because we get people that focus. ask it about, yeah, yeah. ask us about that. I just had somebody recently and we can't for a number of reasons, deal with feral cats at our uh, location. You can't bring them in. Um, so that's a good one for me. I'm going to look up Fix Nation and contact them myself. So see, look at that, Sam. I learned something I, new. I've talked to them uh -huh. every day. Oh, you have? Yeah, a oh, long okay. time ago. 
Oh, a long time but ago. Talk to him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of things changed. Well, and as Casey's saying, and we've talked about this on other podcasts, so longtime listeners <laughs> will uh, uh, <laughs> note this, but um, the uh, cost of spay and neuter has gone up. I, I, my assumption, there's a shortage of vets. Um, doctors' offices are busier than ever, and so they're focusing on the more high-profit places because I uh, or surgeries because I've seen some vets that used to do spay and neuter don't even do it anymore. They're like, oh, we're not doing that. Right. And then um, those that are still doing it have some of them anyway, have uh, raised the prices. Because yes, you're right. I, I had somebody with a large dog tell us they were quoted, what was it, like $900, Sam? Yeah, I mean, in right. fact, we, we've, Casey, not that you care that much, but we've gone out and actually, I've gone out and talked to other organizations trying to lease space for big dogs. Yeah, that's um, a problem we have right and, now. Yeah. And, you know, it's then you get into the issues of legalities and blah, blah, blah. And um so I haven't been able to do that. We, we've been out at a location. We just don't have the floor space. We, we, we couldn't accommodate a large dog. Yeah, we have two large dog cages, and they're only suitable for medium large. Yeah. Medium large, yeah. yeah. I mean, like a Great Dane what, is not getting served by us. In the last couple of months, I've had so many people with big dogs reach out to me, and I'm happy that you know the dogs are not in the shelter and they're in homes, but it's very expensive, even at my low-cost places, for us to fix big dogs. So usually I... I say, you know, I can pay 200 or 250 and you're going to have to pay the rest. But $900 is, is a bit ridiculous. But you're right. The prices have gone up at these vets, even for some vaccines in places. And yeah. I also help people with that because yes, you do. I, my mindset is just because you're poor does not mean that you cannot give an animal a loving home. Like there are organizations out there like mine who can help you. And if we spend 30 to $40 a month helping, I help so many people who are living on social security and, you know, they have animals, they don't want to have to relinquish them. And I can almost guarantee you that I will be helping that animal eat until they are no longer with us. And and that's fine. If If that's what it takes, then, you know, and, and this is like a need that I never realized was there until mm-hmm. it was thrown into my lap. Well, and and it, I'm happy to help. It goes with the rescue community, too, because, you know, any rescue will tell you any that's been around like the heart. Well, I'm putting words in people's mouths, but I'm almost certain that I'm correct in doing it. The hardest thing for a rescue to do is to find fosters. And the next hardest yeah. thing to do is to find a good home to adopt the animal to. The problem, of course, money is always a problem, right? I mean, that's a, that's a resource and we need it to do things. But like, that's not the hardest problem, right? To come in and, and fix. And I'm saying that going to your thing about lower income people. If somebody um, doesn't have all the money in the world, but they're gonna provide the animal with a good home or they're gonna foster an animal, whatever it is, like that's the most precious resource, right? That's the hardest thing for us to go out and find. And, um, you know, so, people like you being out there providing that support is um, a big part of it. And that helps rescue out because you prevent those dogs from going into the system, into the shelter or cats or, or, or whatever. And also we, we, you know, yeah, the, I mean, if, if you want these dogs in the animal shelter to get out of the animal shelter, number one, don't put them in there in the first place, which obviously is reducing, mm-hmm. you know, through spay and neuter programs, but also they've got to have homes to go to. And right there aren't that many million dollar homes with pools uh, that they're all going to go to. They're going to have to go to, 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 to everyone, you know? So, um, and you know, dogs don't care about that anyway. Right. Uh, my they dog hates and, pools, for example. Yeah. So do both of mine do too, yeah. but there's a, an, an issue that I've noticed working Tell during me. the pandemic 
for a year, we bought food for St. Vincent Meals on Wheels. And for their homebound seniors, they didn't mm. have enough money to buy the pet food. So we helped them out for a year solid. And what I learned was that a lot of these homebound seniors have pets. And a lot of the pets, because the homebound seniors don't leave, are lacking medical care and oh. their nails need to be trimmed and they need to be groomed. Right. And you know, it's overwhelming and we all get caught up on our own lives, but this is like on my master list of things to do. I just would love to be able to find a mobile cl- maybe vet clinic or something to go into these neighborhoods and maybe go into their homes or have someone bring the dog outside and give the vaccines, give them a bath, clean, you know, do their nails. Because right. a lot of times people don't know that like curled in nails are like really hurting their dog. And it's, it's the seniors. They, they sit at home with a pet all day and they love them. Like what more could you ask for as a dog or a cat? So mm-hmm. it's an underserved community. And I wish that there would be a way for us to figure out how to help them. Well, Sam, that's an interesting one to think about. I mean, um, it, it is. our focus yeah, today yeah. is spay and neuter. Yeah, so yeah. We, we might. Uh, and before I forget this, I'll, yeah. I'll say this. We, Throw it in. we have, uh, Casey, if you're still in need of food, we have a connection in San Diego that can get us close to free food. Uh, um, I, oh, wow. I, I, I'm saying like thousands of pounds of food. Yeah. The, the biggest problem is going and getting it because you yeah. need a truck or a van. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. that's, oh, I, that's a conversation for another day. If you're still interested in that, you know, we could yeah, absolutely. Ho- yeah, hook you up with that. Because there's some um, community event happening in West L.A. next month. And I think they're going to be offering a lot of services to pet owners in the area. Many are low income. And if we could provide food for them, I'm sure I could find someone now, to go pick it up. Now, the difficulty, the difficulty is this, and I, let me be clear. We get the food is on pallets in like 50 or 100 pound bags. So someone's going to have to. You need repackage to package it. Yeah. Uh, well, that too. But yeah. you need the oh, ve- vehicle is the, the yeah, issue. We'll talk about it's not that a, later. Yeah, it's yeah. not a car and you throw it in your trunk. Yeah, kind you of thing. Truck. That That's always been our. Oh, yeah. No, no, factor. no. Uh, we can find that. OK. But I don't open bags and distribute like I give a whole bag or nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not, not going to I'm not going to be liable for this. Yeah. Bag it's, it's too much work and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's like nine issues with that. Well, and that brings me to the segue of. You mentioned this event. Are there any events coming up? I know you do fundraising events. You had had a um, golf event and some other things that helps raise money so you can keep doing what you're doing. Anything you want to shout out or hint at or tell us about that's well, coming up golf, in the future? The, the golf tournament is October 23rd. It's on a Sunday like it was last year. And I just, um, you know, we're a few months away, but there's a lot of work to be done over the next few months to make this happen. And okay. it's what... Believe it or not, I went through $105,000 in nine months or less than nine months. I um, can believe it. Yeah. That's, that's the need right now. And it's not like I was spending money on frivolous things. We're no, talking weren't. about surgeries, mobile clinics, pet food. You know, it's it's insane. And, you know, I look through there. Sometimes I look through my bank account and I'm like, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, pet food. I'm like, oh, um, yeah. You're like, why, what are all these Amazon purchases? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm like, who's on my account using Amazon? But it's it's crazy to me how much money I spent so quickly because the need is so great. And what I do with food is I tell someone, tell me what you're using now, because in the past, when you give someone just food that's free and it's not what their dog was eating, then their dog gets diarrhea and then I'm paying yeah, the vet yeah, bill for that. Yeah. So I want to, I want to keep them on what they're currently eating mm. and that's time consuming and it's sometimes difficult. So yeah, search around for it a lot. Yeah. There, and there has been the, the pet food shortage. So where's the golf tournament going to be? And do you play? The golf tournament. 
I do play not well, but I play. I have my own clubs. They're they're pink, and you know I can hit the ball, but not very far. Uh, Industry Hills Golf Club. They have a hotel on on location, so you know we stay the night for the whole weekend. We have a dog costume contest that morning before the shotgun <laughs> starts, so that if if people want to, it's close to Halloween, so we figured why not? Yeah, right. So if people right, want to just show up. Mm. To, <laughs> to do that and then where is golf, industry hills to, golf club it's, in, a, it's actually a nice course in the city of, it's in the city of yeah. industry yeah. okay right so, yeah sam city. knows about golf yeah, I, it's a nice I, course yeah. my knowledge of golf is that um it came on after cartoons and was extremely boring <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, i love watching golf on tv though it's great it's yeah. very relaxing there we go. um but it's well, maybe, and we're also doing i can afterwards drive on, the, the, the Oh, you go ahead. can come. You can come play. I was going to say I could drive For a, a hospitality lot of people last year. Oh, yeah. You know what? All the girls from KTLA have already got those booked. Uh, you know? Unless you're willing to wear a tank top and short shorts and, you know, put tequila down men's throat. Uh, I like tequila, but I'm, 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 I'm afraid that uh, you wouldn't want me in tank top and short shorts. Okay. Like <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Focus, focus, focus. I'm sorry. We, we've got limited we time. Kate Casey is a busy lady. Um, So... <laughs> So that's coming up October 23rd. People can probably find information on the Fixing Fido's website, or they will be able yep. to. Yeah. And no, it's there now. Fixing Fido's website is, well, I'll let you tell us. Spell it out for us. It's fixinfidos.com. F-I-X-N-F-I-D-O-S.com. There we go. Perfect. And th besides the golf tournament, what was this thing you were mentioning in West L.A. that's coming up? That it's um, a local elected official. Mm. God, I feel so bad. I can't even remember the name right now. They're organizing a community event, and okay. I want to help them help pet owners. I so I don't know that I can be there, but I want to help them. You know, and and I can talk about the, another great thing is that I've been able to promote events on TV because I'm on the weekend morning show, and people show up at adoption events. We had an adoption event on Sunday at a car dealership in Buena Park. Over a hundred people showed up, hmm. and the dealership gave me a two thousand dollar donation, like at right. the end of it. So nice. it's, it's things like that that are keeping me afloat. But as hey, let's I shout out money, that dealer. Who was that? Exactly, Premier Chevrolet of Buena Park. There Big you go. Shout out for that. All right, get your Chevrolet in Buena Park, people. Um, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Chevy. You know, it's not a bad car, right? Right. Buy American. You know. Uh, help I, I help the dogs get spayed and neutered. Yeah, there you go. Chevy yeah. Blazer. That yeah, yeah. The 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 older. See, you buy a Chevy, you keep it for twenty thirty years, and it'll become a classic collectible, right? Because <laughs> exactly. Chevy old Chevy Blazers are are things that people want. Yeah. See, now Sam's telling me to hurry up. We're yeah, not talking yeah, about it's, golf. It's a, it's We're okay, talking exactly. about old trucks. Ryan wants to talk about what he wants. Yeah, to talk yeah, about. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, Casey, let's talk <laughs> about like Volkswagen vans from the nineteen seventies. Talk about that all day. All right. Fantastic. I want to say this though. Yeah, Casey, finish it up, Sam. It's great what you do, and and I I don't know this is a worn out phrase. This uh, it takes a village, but you're working with us, and we're working with you and other people, and, and you know I just like the fact that the uh, rescue community works together for a common goal. I just think that's so great. Yeah, because we can't do it alone, and we have to all work together. And you know that in the rescue world, there's a lot of crazies, <laughs> and so we just have to keep the sane ones all together. <laughs> And stay out of drama, and we can literally put a dent in the pet population and save lives. Like maybe, we, we can. Yeah, maybe we yep. could have trap and release for the cray craze. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're doing. You know, uh, at our clinic. I mean, we, right now we're only able to do 
um, one day a week. We want to increase that, but we're doing, you know, a hundred a month about of spay and neuters. And you start adding that up over here and over there, and maybe some places are doing it more frequently and some special things. And pretty soon, you know, right. So people go get your pets spayed and neutered. We're probably preaching to the choir on this podcast, but, um, I know, but you, what you guys are doing is saving, is saving so many, not only lives of these animals, but imagine being poor. Like, Mm. you know, I have a job and I've been poor in my life, but Mm. you know, imagine not having a job and loving an animal who is sick and not being able to pay the bill for, you know, my dog just got congestive heart failure earlier this year. Like, what if I couldn't pay that bill? I, I cannot imagine not knowing how I'm going to pay $3,000 so that my dog can live. So what you guys do is amazing. I wish there were more organizations like you. Hey, thanks. Appreciate yes, it. Appreciate it. Yeah, Sam. Say you're welcome, Sam. <laughs> you're welcome, Sam. Hey, all right. That's <laughs> no, no, Casey, no, uh, so, you know, we love the things that you do. So congrats. Yes. Yes, yes. No, it's been great working with Fix and Fido's. Uh, you pay your bills on time. And <laughs> whatever, um, you know what, Ryan, whenever you, you know, send it to me, I pay. You never send me a bill, but when well, you send them, I pay them. <laughs> you've reminded me by coming on the podcast. So there, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure I owe you money. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's great because we get people who contact us and they say, hey, I can't afford it. And I have an easy way that I can send them to you. And I know that you guys are going to do um, what needs to be done to, to, to get it in there. So it's very helpful. It reduces the yeah. amount of work I have to do. And you know, the bottom line is the, then the animal gets spayed or neutered. So everyone fix and Fido's F I X in F I D O S.com got a golf tournament coming up on October 23rd. So if you're um, feeling generous and you like to play golf, might be something to look is, into. Uh, Maybe we'll, when, we, we when should it, go do that, Sam. I, I mean, I'm not going to play golf. When is, when is it? So, when is the sign up? When is the sign up? When does it start? It's already, you can already sign up. I already yeah, have. Well, um, yeah, why don't you tell us? Yeah, just tell us quickly. Where, where do you go to sign up? We, she did. Fix and find was go, the website. Go oh, to my well, website. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, my web designer actually right now is working on putting this cute logo on the homepage, but it's under events. It has been for okay. two months. Okay. And we have quite a few signups already, but you know, if you want to be a sponsor, if you have items for my silent and live auction, I'm hey. open to that. And, and so it's a one day tournament. Is that correct? Yep. One day tournament. Okay. It was so fun last year. So I, you're going to have even... that kind of th- those uh, silent auction where you're going to have all the, like people are donating cool at stuff. The, at the 19th hole. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I like those. No, no, they have those like the at the horse shows that I used to go to. Those are pretty cool. Because yeah, exactly. sometimes you get a good deal. You get like like a weekend in San Diego at some awesome hotel and the I money all goes to some... the 19th hole. Yeah, yeah, we know. We, we, we get it. Um, I don't yeah, play golf, you, but and I know the there's 18 is, holes. It's, it's tax deductible, so there you, you go. can actually get a vacation and deduct it from your taxes. Yeah, oh, and, yeah there so. you go. And get some dogs spayed and neutered and some cats too. All right, fantastic. Casey, I know you're really busy. Thank you yes. for squeezing us in we on like watching you on tv too so you do a good job yeah. there. oh thank you that's well, right then i'll see you on tv tomorrow <laughs> okay. well, wait, all right wait way back okay okay bye right. bye casey okay. thank you bye thanks bye ryan the 19th hole is the bar ryan the 19th hole is the 19th hole is the bar Thank you for listening to 
our interview with Casey Montoya. You probably know her from KTLA Channel 5 in Los Angeles. But of course, as she discussed in the interview, her nonprofit, Fixing Fido's, does a lot of work with animals, especially the spay and neuter. You might hear some dogs barking in the background. I've got to go feed mine. But before I do, I just want to remind you, please find us on your favorite podcasting app. For example, Apple Podcasts. We are Fadcast, F-A-D-C-A-S-T. That's the name of our show. If you leave us a review, we would love that. It helps boost us up in the rankings and also follow us. But we're available on any of those podcast players you might have, like Spotify or whatever it is. Or you can find us where we host our show on Spreaker, and that is Spreaker.com slash show slash Fadcast. Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-E-R. So like to speak, but to spreak. <laughs> Spreaker.com slash show slash Fadcast. Or like I said, go get it on your favorite podcasting app. I got to go feed these dogs that are yapping in the background. Our full podcast with more interviews about spay and neuter and other resources available will be coming out soon. Thank you so much. And leave us those reviews. All right, I'm coming. Coming. Coming.